We're dead, Renarin muttered. Someone shut him up, Shalon snapped. Gag him if you have to. She pointedly turned around, ignoring the raving prince. She stood still in the center of the mural chamber. The pattern. What was the pattern? A circular room, a thing on one side that adapted to fit a different shard blade. Depictions of knights on the floor, glowing with stormlight, pointing at a tower city, just as the myths described. Ten lamps on the walls. The lock hung over what she thought was a depiction of Natanan, the kingdom of the Shattered Plains. It... ten lamps. With gems in them? Latest work of metal enclosed each one? Shalon blinked, a shock running through her. It's a Fabriel! Heroes of presents Stormpod, a Stormlight Archive podcast. Book two, Words of Radiance. This is just a quick spoiler warning for chapter 86 of Words of Radiance. We are getting really close to the end of the book here, everyone. So please make sure that you are caught up on your reading and that you are picking the right episode. We don't want you to be uh, um, all spoiled and stuff. Man, I'm going to be pretty sad to see this book go. It's my favorite. So um, let's, uh, let's all of us enjoy the episode. Welcome to the show. I'm your host, Sean Q, and I'm not the one we've been waiting for. We've been waiting for Jack. What's up, dude? <laughs> How are you? I'm good, man. I It's my favorite line of the whole... Yeah. Uh, I, I, we're starting this episode with my yeah. highlight. That's my highlight is when she says that to him. I think he says to her, dude. are you ready? And she says, I'm not the one we've been waiting for. I know. That's so good. It's so good. It's yeah. so like this chapter blew my mind. I yeah, couldn't dude. believe it. I mean, t- I mean, the, I, I know that we're in the Sanderlanch, but it just, it just is so impressive from the chapter that we did prior to the live read. Then the live read chapter where Sil returns, which was incredible. Yeah. The chapter afterward in terms of Kaladin's confrontation with Moash. Yeah. Amazing. And then to this, like what we're about to cover today is huge for me. This is like, there are, I have, <laughs> I have more questions. Dude, it's um, full of questions. And you know what? I went on it's, a roller coaster. It's, it's full of some answers too. It has some answers. So yeah. I, I, I definitely want to get into, yeah. get into this thing because it's, it's a meaty one. So mm-hmm. chapter 86 patterns of light. Yeah. Well, pattern. Mm-hmm, right? Patterns mm-hmm. right in there. So many MVPs in this. It's yeah. crazy. I know, they, dude. They, he manages to highlight so many of the characters yeah. in this one chapter. It's, 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 it's phenomenal. It's, it's a pretty big Kaladin Ka- and Zeth chapter, though. Like, there's a lot of, there's a lot of action, in, which is nice. It's, there's a lot of action. Mm-hmm. But yeah, there's some just really subtle things in here that are just so good. But even the small POVs are really exciting. Mm-hmm, yeah. Like, they're, they're full of content. Okay. Starts off 
one is almost certainly a traitor to the others. Mm -hmm. Just one line from the diagram. Yeah. I have some information about that. Uh, okay. given to us by Buzzkill Joe, but we'll save that for the info dump. We'll come back to it later. One is almost certainly a traitor to the others. Mm -hmm. What do you think it, it's, uh, I, um, I, I, truthfully, I didn't see any connection to anything. It's so, so, so vague. It could be anything, right? Um, it could mean one, uh, high prince is a traitor to the others. It could mean one Parshendi, one, um, Knight Radiant. It could mean any of those things. But I think that what Buzzkill Joe has given us here, let's just talk about it right now since we're, we're already in the midst of talking about it. Well, I'll tell you what I thought of immediately. Yeah, go ahead. Go ahead. Yeah. I thought of Moash. Mm. That makes a lot of sense, actually. Um, one is almost certainly a traitor to the others among Bridge Four. Mm -hmm. Yeah, Moash. You let us down, buddy. Yeah, buddy. Sorry, Moash. Like, yeah. That's who, that's who I thought of immediately. Mm -hmm. Now, I don't think that's what this is actually referring to. It's, it's, it's a nice, what, it's, it's just it's what I thought. It's definitely a nice, um, like a first impression. Cause I mean, the, we have one main character who has betrayed the, some others and it is Moash. So you're right in that for sure. Right. Um, Buzzkill has made the connection that the last two times we've gotten, uh, we've received a tiny little morsel from the diagram and it mm -hmm. came from the second desk drawer. Right. Both those other times they were talking about the unmade. The unmade. Okay. So one is almost certainly a traitor to the other. Okay. It, it doesn't Re necessarily mean that this is in re reference to the unmade as well, but the last two but things it, that we got it were comes from the unmade. same source. Yeah, exactly. Right. It yeah, must have been from the good. same moment of stream of consciousness from him. So it's a really oh, nice point. Yeah. It's, it's really great that he pointed that because I wouldn't have caught it either. So. No, I would not have caught that. So Buzz, that's that's uh that's super cool yeah um okay well let's let's start this because this is going to be a big coverage chapter i imagine this is going to be a long episode it might not but, be so long but, but we we but, do have but, a lot but, of talk let's about. see yeah okay so kaladin let the stormlight evaporate before him he he was running low it says here that he was frantic in flight across the plains and i like how it just kind of starts off this way like he's in flight and, and as a reader i'm like well hang on a second we've we've barely had him do this right he's not flying right now this is not what's happening right now right he's talking I, I know, about his flight from the palace to get there right when he had his big superhero landing his frantic flight across the plains had drained him so when he when he gets there and he says i claim the skies He's fucking drained. Right. He used up all of his stormlight getting here. Right. I, I, it just seemed kind of like sudden to me in terms of the use of this power though. Yeah. Yeah. Um, because, and, and even, even uh, I think, it, I think later on in this chapter, Zeth even refers to this, like, you're not used to this, are you? Right. Like, you're not, you know, you're, you're weak. I'm, I'm going to win. I think mm -hmm. is what he says. Yeah. And I think Cal um, Cal says, I was born for this. Yeah. Yeah. I was born. <laughs> um, uh, this uh, this flare of light uh, had turned out to be Dalinar himself that that he sees while he's uh, in this flight mm -hmm. lashed to the sky by Zeth. But I, I was <laughs> I was I was just kind of thinking about Kaladin. Okay, you're all of a sudden in flight. You're in one area. You're going to this other area in this bound, if you will, with with this power. Mm -hmm. um, I'm I'm thinking that he saved up on a lot of frequent flyer miles. He did. Like, he think? definitely did. 
He's got an aeroplan uh, okay. card. He's got an aeroplan. When he goes to buy liquor at the local Alethi liquor store, <laughs> they they're like, "Do you have? Do you collect air miles, sir? Do you do, do, do you collect uh, collect uh, storm storm miles? I always have to say, my wife has my card. I'm sorry. Yeah, yeah. Oh, I hate cards. Oh my gosh. Anyways, that's a whole other thing. <laughs> Kaladin caught him quickly and sent him back to the ground with a careful lashing. This is Dalinar. Zeth tumbled away from the priestling, holding out his sword towards Kaladin mm-hmm. as he approached. Zeth looked horrified. Good, mm-hmm. says Kaladin. Yeah. Now, I, I had made a prediction just before reading this. I went on the, my little journal and I said, oh, okay, here's what I predict. That, that Kaladin was not going to kill Zeth. Right. That Kaladin said that he was, that his life, he had claimed his life. He didn't say he was going to kill him in the previous chapters. Mm-hmm, mm-hmm. That your life is mine, I, I'm going to claim it. Right. And what I thought is, okay, well, Kaladin, because he's Sills back, honor is on his side, mm-hmm. or he has, you know, become... uh associated i think with with this act there's something very meaningful about that and there there is a mystery behind that that i don't understand yet yeah um, but anyway so i was thinking okay well he's, he's not going to kill him no and he, and and zeth as we know is a very conflicted character is there opportunity for zeth to come out of this servitude to be some to be a shin man without the burden of the oath stone and being this truthless burden of the oath stone. And, yeah. Right. Like, is it, is it possible to, for Kaladin to realize that, you know, get the hold of the stone? Like, is, is that something in the future? Is, is this character going to be, you know, an a part ally? of this? Is that what you're, you're wondering if he's yeah, going to be like an ally? Is, is Zeth, yeah, that's, that's what I was uh, thinking. Mm-hmm. Now I got part of it sort of right, but not quite. Right. So this is, this is a very interesting thing here because I've never read the version of this chapter that you have. I've only ever read this version. So at the end of the chapter, we're going to go back and reread a part of it because there is a part that got changed between hardcover release and paperback release. Oh, I can't wait. Okay. That's cool. So in that change, you are correct. And you are wrong at the same time because two, it's like, uh, uh, two different parts of your brain are holding two different thoughts at once. Can you know how they, oh, really? pretty, okay. pump, pump, yeah. Like, so, so let's, let's get to it. It's, it's, uh, okay. Yeah. So Zeth's okay. So, so Kaladin says good, mm-hmm. uh, meaning, you know, Zeth is sort of taking the bait. He's, he's scared. Seek shelter, says Kaladin to Dalinar. I flew over a storm on my way here. A big one. It's coming in from the West. Dalinar says, we're in the process of withdrawing. Kaladin says, hurry. I will deal with our friend. Mm-hmm. Dal- Dalinar then says, again, dude, this is a highlight. This right is, at the beginning. This is awesome. He, he says, Kaladin? He, he doesn't call him captain. He doesn't call him right. son. He doesn't call, no. he calls him by his first name. Names, dude, are important. I know. Calls yeah. him by his name. Kaladin turns towards him. And Dalinar meets his eyes and says, you are what I've been looking for. Dude, I put the book down right there. Mm-hmm. <laughs> I'm like, that is so good. It yeah. was so perfect. Yeah. It was just so meaningful. And then Kaladin's response is, yes, 
Finally. Yeah. Like, finally, I am what I was born to be. Well, he tells Zeth later, like, the, the Knights Radiant have returned. I'm here mm-hmm. kind of thing. He's, like, claiming the title now. He's saying, we're back. Yeah. We're back. Yeah, yeah. And, and, Zeth, and Teft had told him before, you're not there yet, boy. You're not there yet, Cal. Right. But you're not there Cal yet. feels like he's here now. Yeah. He turns, Kaladin turns towards the assassin. Mm-hmm. And again, I, I was t- speaking about that earlier in the, my journal, is that um, Zeth is often just debased that way to just being an assassin. Right. In much of the, in much of the, of these two books, he is, he's not, I would say the majority of the time he's referred to as an assassin or the mm-hmm. assassin in white. He is not called Zeth the majority of the time in the text. You, you might have said as well, I think in your, written in your journal that uh, this might have to do with the fact that Kaladin might not know his name. Correct. Right. And there was the introduction by Dalinar to Dalinar. He says, I, I yeah, am, but Cal I am Sons and Milano. And after that introduction to Dalinar, Dalinar still referred to him as just the assassin. This has to do with what we, we've so talked about before. So it's kind of cool. I really... Mm-hmm, with like, you know, oh, the Bridgman. They don't have any names. They're just right. Bridgman. Elokar was you, calling Kaladin Bridgman, even though right. he's the captain of the Royal Guard. You know what I mean? Right. So yeah, there's, there's a little bit of that going so on. So I was just, I was just dreaming in my head. I'm like, it'd be so meaningful if... Well, first of all, I was thinking, okay, well, Kaladin's on, he seems to be on the war path. I'm like, he's going to just kill Zeth and be done with this. Yeah. That's it. And I fully anticipated me to be absolutely wrong about that. But as I kept reading, I'm like, well, hang on a second here. Maybe, maybe there is some hope to this character, to Zeth. Mm-hmm. It would be so meaningful for Kaladin or Dalinar to call him, Z- to call him Zeth. Right. That would be such a meaningful moment. Mm-hmm. If, you know, given that opportunity, but... We know that doesn't happen in this chapter, though. It doesn't happen in this chapter, no. So, yes, finally, uh, strides towards him. Um, Oh, this is so good. As Kaladin is is, uh, going towards the assassin, towards Zeth, he passes by Bridge 4 that are in a tight formation, and the men, when barked at by Teft from a command from Teft, they throw down before him their blue lanterns. For some reason, I just think this is so epic. It's so like, cool. His men it know. It is so cool. His men know His what men he needs. Know. Yeah. They, they're giving him power. They're laying down. Yeah, like dude. spheres. Spheres are not just spheres. Like this is, these are, you know, powerful items that are sought after in mm-hmm. this world. Mm-hmm. They're a symbol of, of um, your place in this world, really. In terms of the like the the bromes and the the, the um I guess the the monetary sort of value between yeah. them sort of mm-hmm. thing, and here they are being laid down sapphires mm-hmm. in front of him. Yeah, I just thought that was a really really cool um, oversized gems that were that were to last the weeping. And he says, "Bless them." And these are large the ones, right? These are large yeah. gems because yeah. normally the weeping will have let stormlight just eventually dissipate but these are such big gems that they're thrown to the ground that they still have some light left in them yeah it's like his men are like buffing him before the battle yeah a little bit like here here's a haste spell yeah. take a protection yeah. from evil and go get him healing healing <laughs> yeah. healing yeah. healing cure, like, some here, cure like wounds. It's so yeah 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 stormlight streaming up as he passes by filling him up but with a sinking feeling, again, so many highlights. Like, that's a highlight. The Dalinar comments, a highlight. 
sinking feeling because he passed by two corpses with burned out eyes because some of the bridgemen didn't make it. Yeah. And he knows them by name, Pedin and Mart. Eth clutched his brother's body. The other bridgemen had lost limbs. Kaladin snarled. And we're going to get this all throughout this, uh, this mm-hmm. chapter, this language to use to describe. It's already, we've already had it before, mm-hmm. but Kaladin, the white spine. Yes. This like, you know, snarling is, yeah. like a, like, like a monster. Mm-hmm. It, it comes up often and I'm going to point it out. No more. He would, he would lose no further men to this monster. Yeah. Well, it takes a monster to beat a monster. Mm, yeah. And he whispers, are you ready? Of course, Sil says in his head. I'm not the one we've been waiting on. Yeah. Dude. Yeah. Come on. Isn't that great? So perv- it is so perfect. Yeah. Like Sil in that moment is just. That's my, that's my highlight of the chapter is that line. I, I don't even, I don't even know how to articulate it. It's so amazing. Yeah. Like I'm, I'm beaming at that. It's just, it's incredible. Burning with stormlight, enraged in the light, Kaladin launches himself at the assassin and met him blade against blade. Dude, I put this book down and I thought, well, based on that, I guess it's over for Zeth. And I wrote in the journal, I'm like, well, I guess my, my next prediction is that I'm wrong about yeah. my, bro- my first prediction. Yeah, that's it. I, I like, it was almost a, just that first POV, like what, a full page of text? Yeah. I was, I was already like, that's it. I, I, Good night, I, folks. I wanted you so bad, dude. I was going to like try to call you at work and say, dude, like, I don't, I, <laughs> I know you're busy, I'm but coming I to Ottawa. To talk to I'm you coming about... to Ottawa right now. Yeah. I just want to read this with you beside yeah. you. Like, yeah, I know. It's crazy. Like this, like we've said before, this, these chapters <sighs> could all be live reads. This one, we could have done a live read for this one too. Oh, dude. Okay. Next POV, we go to Renarin, and what a contrast. I had to laugh out loud because I was hearing, of course, your Renarin voice in my head. We're dead! We're dead! <laughs> now, it, okay, so my corrected uh, 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 version of Renarin is, is not quite like that. No. But I take your point. Like, I mean, he does, he is doing this crazy ca- uh, sort of cowering kind of, uh, he's lost, he's, lo- he's, he's lost his head. Mm-hmm. And he's saying, we, we're dead, we're dead. What a contrast to what Kaladin is doing and then going to this. Yeah. You know, we're dead. Someone shut him up, Shalon snaps. Get him, um, gag him if you have to. She pointedly turns around, ignoring the raving prince. Mm-hmm. Calls him a raving prince. Well, he is. Um, she stands in the center of the mural chamber. But what was the pattern? So she's still confused at this whole yeah, thing. Yeah, she doesn't... Dude, this... Doesn't really know how this to... This is a... Yeah. It's awesome. This is a small POV, dude. It's a few things of text, but give me a break, dude. Mm-hmm. It's a Fabriel. Yeah. I wish I, that's, that's the one thing. I know there's so many things that I uh, probably haven't figured out and, and whatever. That's one that I wish I had seen. Right. Well, they in didn't terms give us, of the they, description. Sanderson doesn't give us the clues in order to us to figure it out, right? Are you like, sure? Yeah, he doesn't give us the um, the ten lamps on the, the walls. He gives us that, but he doesn't tell us. Oh, there's gems in them, and there's lattice work on me- and closing each one, just like in a yeah. a, a, a soul caster, just in like a, on a right. wall. He doesn't give us that little description. That description is what mm. tells us. Oh, that's what how fabrials are done. Right. So someone shut him up. What is the pattern? She's in the circular room. 
looking at the depictions of knights, pointing towards the tower. Ten lamps on the walls. There was the lock hanging over what she thought was a depiction of Natanatan, the kingdom of the Shattered Plains. And then she thinks there's, there's ten, ten lamps with gems in them. Lattice work of metal. Shalon blinks. A shock running through her. And she says, it's Fabriel. Right. She's figured it out. Dude, I got goosebumps again. Just like when I first read it, yeah. I said to you, oh my God, it's a Fabriel. Yeah. So that's two big reveals. Within the in, first like, page and a half. In a page. Yeah, yeah. Dude. I know. So then I flip the page. Next POV. We're back to the assassin hurtling into the air. We're with Dalinar, right? And again, this, so this POV, first sentence, the assassin hurtled into the air. Okay. Assassin, lowercase, no name. Yeah. Next sentence, Captain Kaladin. Right. Title flew and upward. name. Yeah. Total contrast. Yeah. Kaladin flew upward, trailing light behind him. Dalinar says, status of the retreat. Someone get me information, he's asking. Mm -hmm. He needs information about what's going on. So, going back to what the titles were between Sadius and and um, Dalinar. Mm -hmm. So he wanted to be... He, um, who was declared... Um, the title was uh, involving uh, information. Right, that was Sadius was High who, Prince of Information. Okay. And then Dalinar was named High Prince of War. High Prince of War. Yeah. Okay. It's like a cabinet so position I, almost. It's like a treasury secretary or, you know right, what I mean? Like so that kind of thing. Yeah. So that's what I had thought. So when I read that, someone get me uh, information. I thought that was a, maybe a subtle way. Someone get me Sadius. Well, that I, I honestly thought that perhaps Sanderson was going to bring in Sadius in this chapter in some capacity. Mm-hmm. Because I don't, I don't know. Like I, I thought it was subtle, a subtle way to refer to the high prince of like. Uh, don't forget about Sadius of information. Well, just I, I don't know. I, I, <laughs> I could, kind of things could get it. worse. Sadius was, is still out there. Well, sad, but I thought maybe in this case, with the storms coming and so much riding on this, would this be a moment where Sadius would do something helpful, useful, right. providing information? Right. Um. That's not what happened in this chapter, but I'm just telling you that's what I was thinking. As soon as I read that, I thought, oh, is that a reference to like a subtle... Anyway, move, moving on. Part of my wild, uh, mm -hmm. wild and crazy theories. Yes. Scribes and Ardens appeared from the nearby wreckage. They're trying to get out of the way. Their period of reprieve, the short calm was over. They had to... They needed to escape these plateaus now. So there's yeah. lots of people dashing. Yeah, they're running out of time get... here. Dalinar, and, Dalinar reached Adolin. And helped him to his feet. Adolin was bruised, battered, and dizzy. Damnation, Adolin says. That bridge boy is really one of them? The knight's radiant? Yeah. And his father, Dalinar, says yes. Oddly, Adolin smiled. Seeming satisfied. Ha! I knew there was something wrong with that man. Dude, again, <laughs> a highlight. I a know. huge highlight. I know, I know. Oddly, I love, that's a highlight for me. Yeah. Uh, he smiles, highlight, seeming satisfied, highlight. Ha, I knew there was something wrong with, dude. It's so great. Break. It's so good. Yeah. 
like I just loved him even more. So I'm like, no, you can't, you can't be killed in this moment now because we've had so many great things. You've had Dalinar say, Kaladin, you are what I've been looking for. Right. We've had Syl say, I'm not the one that we've been waiting on. Yeah. And then we get to this. I knew there was something odd about that. Well, he did. He told us the whole book. He he knew, right? There's something odd. Dude, I just, I can't believe it. It's, anyways, I'm just beaming over this chapter. Go, says Dalinar. We need to get the army to move to two plateaus over in that direction where Shallan waits. Get over there and organize what you can. He looks westward and he says, time is short. Mm-hmm. And I thought, oh, oh. yeah, they, they're running out of that's time. That's my, that's my cue. So I was thinking, Ugh, that's foreshadowing. That's father telling son, our time is short together. Yeah. However, the end of the chapter is not over, but I want to bring up something in a minute. Adolin shouted for the bridge boy to join him. The bridgeman. Sorry, the bridgeman to, to, to join him. Several of them carried Adolin's shard plate as well, which was apparently spent. Dalinar limped eastward across the plateau, searching for Gallant. He says, bless you, old friend, to his Rishadium. Mm-hmm. Through the, the thunder and the chaos, the horse had not fled. It's cool. A regular shin so stock great. would have probably taken the fuck out. Like, you know what? Screw this. I'm out of here. I'm out of but here. Ga- Gallant, Gallant stayed. stayed. Yeah. I just, again, I love these horses so much. Um, Dalinar moved much more easily once in the saddle. He found Royal's army pouring southward, but they were moving in organized ranks, which gave him a bit of relief. They had an orderly march. He couldn't remember where Captain Cal had been sent, but with Royal fallen, Dalinar had assumed that his army would be in chaos. Mm-hmm. And he hears a voice. Dalinar! Dude... Do you know how much I wanted you and I to do this podcast with a bottle of wine? Oh, yeah. To honor what's about to happen. Because <laughs> it's a, it's a burial? Dude, yeah, of course. Yeah, yes. Pelona's reading. We should <laughs> we should have had a, bo- a bottle of wine. We should have. We should have done it. We yeah. should have. I'm drinking a um, coffee if that helps. I'm having a tea. Okay, well, there we go. <laughs> so, but again, highlight. I mean, he yeah. gets on the horse... Um, I will say one thing, it's going to come, it's going to come up in a minute, but Dalinar says to his son, time is short. He's really hurting. Mm -hmm. Yeah. And that has me worried for Dalinar that the threat to Dalinar might not be the assassin or the storms. It could just be a simple wound. Right. Like injuries that he sustained, he was saying that he his ribs it was harder riding with the ribs, right. and I'm like, oh, you know what? So then I then my my imagination sort of was like, oh my gosh, like what if it's something simple, right? Something simple that like a, a simple surgeon could have fixed, <laughs> right? Yeah, well, right? The, the surgeon just took off in the air. He went for a flight. So well, this is it. So that's yeah. got me wondering, like, what if they in the aftermath of this portal, like what if that's like, if Dalinar is on gallant and then he just like slips off. Right. Well, we know yeah. we're not, we're, we are, you already read the chapter, you know, we're, we, we know that we're, that's not true. That's true. I know. I'm just telling you all my the wild feelings, crazy, the feelings that you had, all yeah, yeah. my crazy things yeah. I think about, um, as I'm reading this thing. Okay. Um, time together, Dalinar, he hears the voice, turns around, 
the, seeing the utterly incongruous sight of Sabariel and his mistress sitting beneath a canopy eating dried cellafruit off a plate held by an awkward-looking soldier. Sabariel raised a cup of wine towards Dalinar. Hope you don't mind. We liberated your stores. They were blowing away, or sort of blowing past at the time. Headed for certain doom. <laughs> like they saved the wine. Like the wine was yeah. going to be destroyed and dead, yeah. and we saved yeah. it. We're the heroes we of the wine. It. Yeah. Dalinar just, <laughs> just stares at them. Polona even had a novel out yeah. and was reading. Yeah. You know what I thought? I thought, okay, that's a, you're breaking the fourth wall there. I have a novel. Right. I'm reading it. Right. There's Polona. Now I'm Polona. Yeah, Does I, that mean I, I can calm down? Yeah, Does maybe that you can me, calm down, yeah. That, that Jack can just calm yeah, down? Yeah, don't worry and, about the two storms. Okay. Be, be, be more like Polona. Let your inner Polona in. <laughs> Enjoy the view. My Polona. I don't know, dude. This just, this is a highlight. This is huge for me. Sipping the wine. Okay, the highlight continues. You did this? Says Dalinar, referring to Royal's army. Mm -hmm. They were making a racket, Sabariel says. They were wandering around, shouting at one another, weeping and wailing. Very poetic. Figured someone should get them moving. My army is already off on that other plateau. It's getting rather cramped over there, you realize. Polona flipped a page of her novel, barely paying any attention. <laughs> Dalinar says, have you seen Aladar? Sabariel gestures with his wine. He should be um, finished crossing as well. You'll find him in that direction. Downwind, happily. He's complaining about Dalinar's <laughs> Or Aladar's stench, stench. yeah, yeah. Yeah, potential stench. Downwind, give me a break. Again, highlight. There's so many highlights here. Yeah. Sabariel getting Royal's army in order. The, the, remember the thing that, um, that Polona told us about Sabariel when we first met them, uh, when right. they went over back to their, their, um, their war camps was Sabariel doesn't like to other people to know that he cares about stuff. Right. He wants He's to be no seen show. as he doesn't give a fuck. Right? right. That's why when, you know, when she said, when he's, uh, um, oh, Shalon's like, can I borrow the carriage? And he said, oh, for sure you can borrow the carriage because right. he's going to love the fact that he gets to tell everyone, sorry, <laughs> I didn't get to go because the girl borrowed right. the carriage. When in fact, he probably is okay with her borrowing the carriage. You know what I mean? Like yeah. he doesn't, he yeah. doesn't want people to know he cares. So he acts like he doesn't no. care. And, right. and this is really great too here he, where he's like, you know, like, oh, they were making a racket wandering around shouting at one another. Um, like he, I figured someone should get them moving. Like he's not, he's not claiming that he's taking control as a good leader in this moment. Right. He's like more annoyed by the disorganization yeah. he sees around him. And he's like, someone had to fucking do something. You know what I mean? Like, yeah. Somebody, I, I can't possibly concentrate on my <laughs> sipping my wine here. Polona can't with, read with, with all, all of this racket. chaos going on. So Royal's <laughs> right. army, right. I have to get you guys in right. order so I can enjoy my canopy and my bottle of Right. When in, when in fact we see the reality of it is that he's actually very competent and he doesn't like people to know that he yeah. is, right? I love it. Yeah, me too. I love, love, love it. Um, again, so many characters are being highlighted here. Mm -hmm, mm -hmm. You know, Shalon, right off the, like it's a Fabriel, another realization, mm -hmm. another puzzle solve for her. Renarin, when he's like, we're dead. Like that, that's really, that's a... <laughs> Renarin doesn't <laughs> okay, shine. Maybe not, maybe not, maybe not that Renarin, one, yeah. Maybe yeah, not that one. Renarin has Sean, but... Uh, not in this moment. Right, na no, right, not now, right now, not no. in this moment, no. no. Um, 
Well, don't dally, says Dalinar. Um, about about crossing over. You were, if you remain here, you're a dead man. Like Royan, asks Sabariel. Unfortunately. So it is true, says Sabariel. Who am I going to make fun of now? He shook his head sadly. There you go. Another moment, right? He doesn't really want people to know he cared about Royan, right. but he does care. He really he does, does care. care. Absolutely. Mm-hmm. Dalinar rode off in the direction. He noticed that, incredibly, a pair of bridgemen were still tailing him, even though he was riding on Gallant. Yeah. They saluted as Dalinar noticed them when they caught up to Sabariel. This, again, is a little highlight for me. The bridgemen are trying to keep up with the Rishadium in order to stay Well, their job Dalinar isn't done. They still have... Just because there's two storms and the assassin is fighting Kaladin and the, the war, the, the battle is over, doesn't mean he still doesn't need his... His guards, his Protection, guards have to his be guard. There. I yeah. know, and they're running. They're they're doing their their best. Okay. He told them where they, where he was going, and then he sped up, and headed in that direction. He was riding with broken ribs, which wasn't much better than walking with them. It was worse actually. Mm-hmm. And that's when I put a little stopper there, and I thought, oh, 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 yeah, maybe that's what's going to, to hurt him. Mm-hmm. He did find Aladar on the next plateau, supervising his army. Rust Elthal was there as well, wearing his plate, which is one of the suits that Adolin had won, mm-hmm. and he was guiding one of the mechanical bridges that were being set down, one of Dalinar's mechanical bridges, spanning the chasms, crossing places that the smaller bridges wouldn't have been able to do. I like that this little reference is there. It reminded me of, right, like, Dalinar did understand that it was a horrible waste of, of, life, of life doing it Sadius's way and I liked here to be reminded that the, me- the mechanized bridges were not only a sort of a symbol of that or a like okay well Sadius can do it this way and waste life right but I'm going to do it differently and not not only differently but it's going to allow me to cross over other chasms that you can't right and there's there's, there's yeah that, that's what I was going to say is that there's a practical reason for it too you know yeah. Dalinar has also realized you know in this book through Kaladin telling him that there is a place for fast mobile bridges you just have to be more mm-hmm. kind about it and not let these people die needlessly but there is always going to be a need for these mechanical bridges because there are spots where these handheld bridges are just too small mm-hmm. You know, not every chasm is the same width, right? So no, that's it. And while, while Sadius may have more gem hearts mm-hmm. and more stones, I think that you know someone like Dalinar, and certainly with Kaladin, um, you have you have won the hearts of the men. Right. That, that's right? very very you nicely have, put. So you might have uh, you know those those gem hearts, but what's like what's the what's the true. Uh, gem heart that you're that you're after here mm-hmm. i i think down i don't know i like being reminded of it and uh um so that was cool aladar says dalinar he was soaked in his uniform bandage on his forehead but he appeared otherwise unharmed he says what in kellex tongue is going on out here mm-hmm. i can't get a straight answer from anyone dalinar says royan is dead he fell with honor attacking the assassin the assassin, hopefully, has been distracted for a time. Then Aladar says, well, we won the day. I scattered those Parshendi. We left well over half of them dead at that plateau, or on that plateau. Perhaps even three quarters. Adolin did even better on his plateau. 
and from reports, the ones on Royan's plateau have fled. The vengeance pact is fulfilled. Gavilar is avenged, and the war is over. So proud, Dalinar had difficulty finding the words to deflate him, so he just stared mm-hmm. at the other man, feeling numb. Dalinar thinks, I can't afford that. Sagging into his saddle, he still have to lead. It doesn't matter, does it? Asks Cal- uh, Aladar. That we won. Of course it matters, says Dalinar. Yes, but shouldn't it feel different? Yeah, exactly. Right. I, have to, I have to admit, this whole bit here, even though it's a realization from Aladar that they have won this battle. But what's a victory, so, really? W- s- s- but what's a victory? This victory didn't feel very good. No. When reading about it. Like going back to the paragraphs in the early in previous chapters about sneaking up on the Pershendi and they were slaughtering them, yeah, defenseless. It's like killing children with sticks. Like, yeah, it was just it's it's grotesque. Like, Mm -hmm. I I don't know. I I it's weird how reading this paragraph, I totally agree with uh, what was the statement? Um, feeling numb. Mm -hmm. Yeah. Because that's how I felt. Yeah. I wasn't feeling much of anything here. What about you? Um, I think that I like how honest Aladar is with his excitement. They should be excited. They just, they just routed what's left of the Parshendi forces. Yeah. They won. They did it. The war is over. But I love this immediate realization that it doesn't matter. Right. Right. Shouldn't it feel different? I really love this. This I is very know. self-aware of Shouldn't Aladar. It feel d- but Dalinar's response to that question is exhaustion, pain, and suffering. This is what victory usually feels like, Aladar. We've won, yes. But now we have to survive with our victory. Your men are almost across? He nodded. Get everyone onto that plateau, says Dalinar. Force them up against one another if you have to. We need to be ready to move through this portal as quickly as possible once it's opened. If it opened. Right. Again, what a delight reading that for the first time. Mm-hmm. Dalinar urged Gallant forward, heading towards the center where he hoped to find salvation. Again, just a great POV. Yeah. Amazing. We switch POVs. We're back to Kaladin. Kaladin shot up into the air after the assassin. He was looking down from above and could see the odd, oddly circular plateau. Mm-hmm. The armies had gathered on that one. He could see them in small lumps, dotting the landscape like freckles. But corpses, there were so many. Yeah. Kaladin looked up towards the sky. He was free once again. The winds were surging beneath him, lifting him, propelling him. They were carrying him. His shard blade shattered into mist and sill, zipped out, becoming a ribbon of light and spun around, spun around him as he flew. Sill lived. And it repeats it again with the, with the uh, italics. Sill lived. Mm-hmm. He still felt euphoric about that, yeah, 
and I do too. Yeah. Just incredible. Mm -hmm. It's so great. Her return is, it literally is amazing. Shouldn't she be dead? He asks. When, when he asked on that flight out, her response had been simple. I was only as dead as your oaths, Kaladin. Dude. Again, another highlight for yeah. me. That's so good. What a great line. Yeah. You were going to, you were going to kill Elokar. Right. And Syl was only as dead as his oaths were. And since right. he, he did, I mean, he took the long way there, but he did mm -hmm. stick to his oath. He did. Right. So, which meant that she was still alive. Mm -hmm. And remember, um, Pattern has already told Shalon that right. the old Spren that bonded with the nail bond to the Knight's Radiant died because the Knight's Radiance abandoned their oaths. Completely right. abandoned them. And we saw them in Feverstone Keep abandon their actual shards. That's right. right. When they laid down their... Uh, their swords and their armor. Right. And we know a little bit more about their swords. Yes, we do. Mm-hmm. Oh, that's really cool, actually. Now I'm thinking about that. Well, you should be thinking about it. Yeah, I should be. Mm -hmm. Sorry, there's just so much going there is. on. There is, and this is, it's funny because this chapter's small, but it's yeah. really kind of opening up some ideas that we should be talking about. We should. Right, so if Cal is a Knight Radiant, yes. and Sill is his Shard Blade, that means that those Knights Radiants were discarding their Spren at Feverstone Keep. Right. Right. Yeah, they were, they were letting go of their bonds. Right. They were abandoning their, their spren. Could you imagine Cal willingly abandoning Syl or, or Shallan no. willingly abandoning a pattern like that? There's a bond there. Now we have the, we have the perspective that we also have this bond with pattern and with Syl. We love these spren, right? But we, we're, but we're, we're not clear on why they abandoned their oath. We have no idea yet. We don't know We're not why. clear on that we at all. We know how. We know where. We just don't know right. why yet. Why? Yeah. yeah. There's the rub. Okay. Still lived. Euphoric. I was only as dead as your oaths. Kaladin continued upward. Through these storms. Two of them. One rolling from the west, bursting with red lightning, the other approaching more quickly from the east with the dark gray storm wall. I had to think about these two colors here for this moment. Might not mean much, but the red and the gray. Remember how, Ka uh, how Dalinar says, you know, I'm not painting anything fancy. Mm -hmm. I'm just going to wear my, my uniform is, you know, gray yeah. or like simple. Mm -hmm. Remember that? Yeah. So that kind of made me think a little bit about these two colors, um, that's nice. Colliding. A high storm, Kaladin says. The red storm is from the Parshendi, but why is there a high storm coming? This isn't the time for one. <laughs> My father, Sil says. He brought the storm, rushing its place. Or rushing its pace. He's broken, Kaladin. He doesn't think any of this should be happening. He wants to end it all, wash everyone away, and try to hide from the future. Okay, whoa. Whoa. <laughs> this Holy was, shit was like, balls. 
does that mean that the Stormfather is Sil like is Sil's dad? Remember, remember the Stormfather saying? said this to Kaladin. My father. Remember, he said a daughter. And then right. you were like, well, a right. daughter, could that be Yasna? Because she's a daughter. And yeah. and then we were like, I yeah. was on purpose not really clarifying. Right. So that this moment, yeah, so yeah. he was saying a daughter, he was talking That's about right. his daughter, Syl. So the storm father is a father. Is an actual has... fucking father. It's been in front Dude. of us the entire time, bro. <sighs> That's so huge. Yeah. That's amazing. I really love that. Yeah, it's That's awesome. super fun. But he's a what he's a bit of a, a lying Lucy. Um, <laughs> yeah, you're I don't, like I don't, he's I a still liar. Don't like that, he's a liar. I don't like that. Yeah, I don't I like it when he said like, you killed her and, and like. But isn't there isn't there this uh, element with these spren that if you break the bond, you actually are killing them and they come back? Isn't that kind of what? Is happening there as well? Mm. Isn't isn't there some truth to that? Well, I mean, that there's truth to that with Cal's situation because, mm. you know, when, when when the storm when the stormfather said you, you you've killed her, you have killed her, right? Yeah, she. It's like getting stabbed in the gut with a sword. If it goes untreated, yeah. you're gonna die. You're gonna bleed out and die. Right. So mm. potentially he wasn't lying as much as he was saying, Your mm. actions now have killed her. She's have not dead her, yet. Yeah. He didn't say he right. didn't say she, she's dead, but he said you, by making these choices, have killed her. And she's gonna die. Right. Right? But at the very last minute right. he's like, Ah, actually, here's a band-aid. Just put that over your gut wound. We're good. <laughs> um that is too uh, too cool for school. Yeah. That's uh, so. My father. Oh, this is great. Her father. Did that mean that the storm father wanted them dead? Great. <laughs> he thinks. Great. The assassin disappears above, vanishing into the dark clouds. Kaladin gritted his teeth. He lashed himself upwards, increasing his acceleration, and shot into the clouds. Dude, this is like, you know, a bullet, a Superman, it's like, two like Superman, you know, yeah. Mach 3, like, I just pictured this with such great force. It's like the fight in uh, Invincible between father and son. Just like these two dudes, yeah. two super dudes who can, like, fly around and kick the shit out of each other. Absolutely. Kaladin extends his hand to his side and still forms into the blade immediately. Yeah. Not ten heartbeats, he asks. Not when I'm here with you, ready. The delay is primarily something of the dead. They need to be revived each time. Right? What does this mean, bro? He, he doesn't need to count 10 heartbeats because Syl is alive. You only need to count 10 right. heartbeats because that is how long it takes to revive the dead. 10 heartbeats. So what does this mean? What do you think this means? It says they need to be revived each time. Right. The blades. Right. Which are spren. Which are spren. Right. So that's how long it takes for them to be, uh, to be, I guess. Kind of brought back into the physical back. world. I, I was going to say remade, but I don't think that's really Revived it. is a, probably a really good word here she's using, so. 
You know what I love about the use of the word revived? Mm. It speaks to the surgeon. Right. Yeah, you're right. It does. It really it's does. It's so good. It's good language. Right? Yeah. It's good. It's good. You, I, yeah. I, I, think it's, I think it's on purpose. Um, is there more to that that I'm missing here? No. Keep going. We, there, okay. Dude, there's still lots of book left to go, so. Kaladin burst out of the clouds into the sunlight, and he gasps because he'd forgotten that it was still daytime. The thin air up here was frigid. I thought of rock with yeah. thin air. Yeah. Air the sick with like, this yeah. is yeah, this is where Kaladin needs to take rock because this like he yeah, would he's love be like, this. Hey, it's like home. Yeah. The air was frigid, but raging stormlight inside him made that easy to ignore. So he's so high up, he sees the storms below him. Mm-hmm. Yeah, they're above the storm lo- clouds. I love that the two of them are having this out. Mm-hmm high above what's happening down below. Mm-hmm. I think it's such a great image. Yeah, it's really neat. Um, the assassin hovered nearby, head bowed. Um, silvery shard blade held to the side. Kaladin lashed himself so that he stopped, then sank level with the assassin. Here it is. I think, uh, so... Well, here's, here's his introduction, but that line even just there got me thinking because, because this, this whole time I'm wondering, is Kaladin going to kill Zeth? Right. This language here, Kaladin lashed himself so that he stopped and then sank level with the assassin going down to the assassin's level. Yeah. I thought, okay, we are going like thematically. We are going to become like Zeth. Right. I'm going to, I'm going to kill him. Right. And so I, like, emotionally, I'm just on this roller coaster. Like, oh man, is this really gonna? Ha- is this, is this okay with Sil? Mm-hmm. Like, is this a, is this going to be honorable? Right. I am Zeth, son, son, Volano, truthless. He repeats it again. Truthless. You have stolen honor blades. It is the only explanation. Right. Remember, Teravangian told him the only reason why this right. Kaladin guy can do what he's doing is because he's Has, using an, uh, a magic item known as an honor blade, which allows you to, to, with it, you can mimic surges. Right. Right. And also we get, Please. we get the, the, the intro, like now Kaladin does know his name and still continues to right. call him assassin. So you were right earlier when you said, Right. Yeah. Mm-hmm. You have stolen honor blades. It's the only explanation. Kaladin had always imagined the assassin in white as a calm and cold killer. This was something different. I possess no such weapon, Kaladin says, and I don't know why it would matter if I did. I hear your lies. I know them. Zeth shot forward, sword out. Kaladin lashed himself to the side, jerking out of the way. He swiped with his blade, but didn't even come close to connecting. Mm -hmm. I should have practiced more with the sword, he muttered. Oh, that's right. You probably wanted me to be a spear, don't you? Dude, when this, when I read this for the first time, I'm like, yeah, that is so amazing. Oh my God. I mean, I was gushing. This is just the first time she does it. She does it like five times in this chapter. Oh. Oh, oh, that's right. You probably want me to be something right. more convenient. Oh, okay. The thing that you usually use, a spear, yeah. right. 
Dude, again, it's a delightful sill yeah. characterization. It's like her character, mm-hmm. like, oh yeah, right. Um, you you want me? You probably want me to make it easier, right? Right. Like, you 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 want me to be a spear? Mm-hmm. No, no problem. Yeah, it's fin- I love it. We've also we've seen a shard blade transform into a different kind of weapon only one other time. Was this from the long sword to the short sword? Yeah, when Shallan was trying to yes. cut the cubby hole, her, right. her enormous shard blade shrank down right. to dagger and size. And she needed a smaller... Yeah. Right. Yeah. Right. The weapon um, fuzzed to mist and then elongated and grew into the shape of a silvery spear. With glowing, swirling glyphs along the sharpened sides of the spearhead, Zeth twisted in the air. Now, I stopped there, too, and I thought, yeah, you are twisted. Yeah, he like, is twisted. Like, you are twisted. And, and it comes up again, and I, I, and I'll, I, I want to just sort of connect the language here. Zeth twisted in the air. He looked at the spear, and then he seemed to tremble. No. Truthless. I am truthless. No questions. Zeth threw his head back and screamed. A futile human sound that dissipated in the infinite expanse of the sky. Beneath them, the thunder rumbled and the clouds shivered with color. I like the colors. Yeah, it's really cool. Because we're gonna we're gonna get a little rainbow bright in a bit in a bit, <laughs> so it's gonna be pretty damn fucking. Cool. Zeth keeps getting um, more proof that this whole honor blades thing isn't necessarily right and every time he sees something different like a blade changing shape he's like no no questions i like i can't question yeah. my orders i can't question anything i am truthless uh like i deserve this remember we talked about him wanting to deny it because that means that everything because he's that done means he's been he's been wrong this whole time right and yeah. you know he says it at the end like he didn't need to kill all those people right no but um yeah, I like how the it's like parsed out and it's like this little bit by little bit by little bit, right? Like do we and um this 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 first mention of all the colors that are that are coming back, it's like the mural, it's like the mosaic. Right. Right? I just it's so good. So we get a POV change here and we are back to Shalon. She dashes from lamp to lamp in the circular circular chamber, infusing each one of these lamps with stormlight. Mm-hmm. She glowed brightly. She glowed. Yeah. Because she was drawing in light. Right. From the Ardent's lanterns. And mm-hmm. light is capitalized. Right. Like uh, drawing in stormlight. Right. Right. So that's why it's in a capital L. Also, so, drawn. Having drawn. Yes, drawn. Yeah, yes. Nice little again, thing I love, we, yeah. we talked about that before, but yeah, yeah. dude. Lo- it's, again, it's the language is just... It's like purposeful. I don't right? know. It's very, yeah, very th- purposeful. Yeah, like there's so much to read into it. I like, like the whole reviving thing, the growling of Kaladin with the monster thing. It comes up again and again. I'll, I'll let's just keep going. Um, so much for keeping her nature as a surge binder hidden. Yeah, kind yeah. of a big tell when, whenever you're glowing. Desperate measures, right? Desperate times. <laughs> yeah. Uh, you, you look like a glowworm. Oh, I, um, you know, I just, uh, it's the new moisturizer I'm using. <laughs> yes, the new moisturizer. It makes me glow. It makes, makes just, my skin yeah, glow. It's nice for my skin. Um, this room was a giant Fabril. Powered by stormlight, she passes by Inadara, who is staring at her. How are you doing this, brightness? 
Several of the scholars had settled on the ground. They were sketching glyph words, uh, prayers under cloths, using chalk because of the moisture. Shalon didn't know if those prayers were a request for safety from the storms or from Shalon herself. Right. Love this. Mm-hmm. I loved imagining Inadara being in awe of seeing her glowing, drawing in stormlight, mm-hmm. solving this this Fabriel, and the other Ardents are you know making glyph words, and she doesn't know if it's yeah. you know like she did it's like hear being, the words being in the company of a witch, you know like, right. Well, she, she did hear the words "lost radiant" murmured uh, murmured by lost one. Lost radiant, yeah. And we've talked we talked about this a long time ago in uh, way of Kings that some people refer to them as the Knights radiant and some of them refer to them as the lost lost. and it all depends on your perspective on your perspective of how you think of them. Right. Did they betray the world or were they heroes of the world? Right. So, and, and that's, so on that point, on that note, rather, Mm -hmm. um, if they're returning, if that's recognized as what's happening here, then some would look at them as heroes and others would look at it like, look, you're they the ones us once. Who, you already betrayed us. You right. already abandoned your oaths once before, mm-hmm. Mm-hmm. you know, why should we follow you? Why should we? And there's very specific enter- people that are propagating that sentiment, right? We've, we've kind of learned this through the last two books of lore that, um, the, uh, Vornism is one of the people that use the legacy of the heralds and the knights radiant while demonizing them at the same time. Right. 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 So it's going to get more interesting. Yeah. It? It's yeah. It's layers, right? <laughs> layers. <laughs> okay. So lost radiant. She, she was running out of light though. She calls out to everybody in the room, gemstones. I need more stormlight. The people inside look to one another, everybody but Renarin, who is still continuing to scratch identical glyphs on the rocks as he wept. She'd bled them all dry, but one of the scholars had dug an oil lantern from her pack, and it paled beside the other lamps. Shalon ducks out of the opening of the door, looking at the mass of soldiers who were gathered there, thousands upon thousands of them. Fortunately, some of them carried lanterns. I need your stormlight, she says. And then the next paragraph is, was that Adolin? Shalon gasped because she spotted him in front of, in, in front of the crowd, leaning on a bridgeman for support. Hmm. Again, the language, I just had to read that. Like, the bridge is what gave you support, Kaladin. Yeah. The bridge is what helped you through it. Your... Your time as a slave, your hardship is what really supported you. Mm-hmm. All these men too, right? These bridgemen are yeah. giving back and yeah, it's great. Shalon ran to him, pulling him close. It's good to see you too, he says, burying his face in her hair. I hear you're going to get us out of this mess? Mess, she asks. The thunder was rumbling. Cracked without pause. Red lightning coming down not in streaks, but in sheets. Mm -hmm. She hadn't realized that the storms were so close. Pattern says, "Mm." a storm wall was approaching. Yeah. The storms were like two hands closing in to crush the armies between them. 
I have to I have to admit when when um when it was described in this way the, like the two hands closing in mm-hmm. I almost uh I don't know why but I envisioned in my head like is it coming in to kill them or is it coming in to like form like a position of prayer let's say Oh like uh like prayer yeah. hands I was just I don't I don't know why I thought that I just mm-hmm. I just did Um closing in on them to crush them Shalon breathed in sharply and stormlight entered her and Adolin looks at her and says you too and this is one of my highlight right yeah. here is she goes um she bit her lip yeah sorry, sorry. <laughs> she has to apologize Honestly, for having magic powers my, I just I cannot just, I, I, I delighted in that so much yeah the fact that she says um she bit her lip which I totally imagined. Yeah. Yeah. Uh, sorry. Like, <laughs> sorry I didn't tell you that I was yeah. kind of, yeah. Can you just sit down? Cause I'm, I'm actually a lot I'm kind of busy right now. Smarter. Can we yeah. talk about like, me having magic powers later? <laughs> yeah. You're just my little alien. You're, yeah. <laughs> yeah. <laughs> um, I don't know. I just, I'd love it. And then it. he sorry. asks her, he's like, sorry, Storm's sorry, woman. Yeah. Like he's yeah. like impressed. He likes it. Like he likes it. He's yeah. like, can you fly like he does? And she says, fly, thunder cracked, impending doom. Right. Yeah. We don't have time. Make sure. We don't have time for like little conversations here. Yeah. But I like how she's like, fly. Like maybe she doesn't realize what Kaladin can do. Right. Right. She doesn't even know he's talking about Kaladin. Right. Right. So I, I just love, I love it. Make sure everyone's ready to move. She says, dashing back into the chamber. Mm-hmm. POV change again. Yeah. If this was a play... <laughs> like how could you keep the like, like a rotating be, set it would have to be like, like one of if, those like if, yeah yeah exactly It'd be a rotating set yeah. like yeah if this was a was a um was a play i i it would be so intense it would be a, like it would be awesome if it, if it play, went to actually. intermission if it went to intermission like oh my god it would have to be a musical though let's be honest it would really have to be a musical it would have to unite be a musical. Them. Yes. Yes, unite them. <laughs> that would be Dalinar's big piece. Unite them. I'm not really yes. sure what it means. Unite them. <laughs> oh my gosh. I I you know what? That's going to be a whole other thing, isn't it? Is uh, Stormlight, Stormlight the musical? Stormlight the musical. Oh my god. <laughs> Stormlight the flamethrower. Stormlight. <laughs> um, Stormlight the flamethrower. Yeah. <laughs> Sorry, I was just doing this. Space uh, some spaceballs, yeah. Um, we ain't found okay. shit. We, yeah, we ain't found. Okay, POB change once again. Storms crashed together beneath Kaladin. It seemed to be a Horiatim again, the ending of all things. We're, we've had that name. Yeah. We learned about it, uh, I don't know, like three or four chapters ago or whatever. It was like in one of the um, interludes. Uh, the ardent lawn was telling the new ardent about it and uh, talking about a horizon. And it's like the end of days. It's like the, the, the apocalypse. Days, yeah. yeah. It's like another word for a desolation that destroys everything, f- like a finality okay. kind of thing. Above all of this, atop the world, Kaladin fought for his life. Zeth flew by in a sweeping flash of silvery metal, and Kaladin deflected the blow. They fell westward, skimming the tops of the clouds, this murderous shin. Mm -hmm. 
Zeth jerked left, and Kaladin followed. Violent, churning, angry clouds mixed beneath them. These two storms seemed to be fighting. The lightning that lit them up was like thrown punches. I love that description. Near Kaladin, a large stone churned up through the clouds, spinning vapors across its length. He was hundreds, perhaps thousands of feet in the air. What kind of violence was happening if boulders were being thrown this high? Yeah. Yeah, if they're having to dodge boulders, imagine what they're dealing with down there. Is that just the storm, like, throwing the boulders around? That's the two storms crashing into each other, right? Wow. Kaladin lashed himself towards Zeth, letting his acceleration match that of Zeth, flying side by side. Mm Mm-hmm. Zeth parried his spear, diverting Kaladin's thrust to the side. Zeth screams, the knight's radiant cannot have returned. They have, Kaladin says, and they're going to kill you. <laughs> so my theory was going, again, way out the door. You're like, when shit, I was like, okay, man, yeah, you gotta he, kill him. Well, it, it just... Yeah, I... I didn't think he should kill him, and it turns out that he didn't. I do like so, this, though, as this is that moment we were talking about a little earlier where Cal claims the title. Yes, they have. The Knights yes, Radiant. Yes, they have, yeah. yeah. None of this, oh, maybe you're not ready, you're not maybe. him yet, I'm ready. I'm a Knight Radiant. Right. And I like that. It's almost Z- like, you'll know when you're ready. Right. right. Zeth dove inward and struck at Kaladin. Kaladin cursed. Barely lashing himself away in time, Zeth dove past him, disappearing into the clouds, becoming just like a shadow. And he bursts up beside Kaladin a second later, striking with three quick blows. One took Kaladin in the arm, and he dropped Sill. Mm-hmm. Damnation, he th- he's thinking. Forced stormlight into his graying, lifeless hand, With an effort, he made the color return, but Zeth was already upon him with an airborne lunge. Mist formed in Kaladin's left hand as he raised it to ward the silvery... Sorry, as as he raised it to ward off the blow, and a silvery shield appeared. Dude, this is incredible. Shardblade? Spear? Shardblade. Spear and now shield. shield. That's three We're forms. Get she's a hammer, had. and you're gonna get a fucking hammer later, bro. Dude, it's incredible. Yeah. This this moment with shield. This is like the use of the uh, in D and D of of shield uh, magic. Yeah. Because it comes up when you need it. Yeah. Exactly. Like, oh, I'm gonna get hit. Okay. Um, shield for plus four or whatever. Yeah. Yeah. Exactly. Yeah. Exactly. So, this I thought was really really great. Um, he's using stormlight to heal. He lost uh, Sil for a moment. Mm-hmm. Um, he get he gets her back. She's though she's reacting almost like on her own though too. And I want to talk about that a little bit because sure. again, it's one of my wild theories. But uh, strength returned to Kaladin's right hand. The severing healed, but forcing that much stormlight through him had left him feeling quite drained. Mm-hmm. Zeth notices this and says. You are new to this. You cannot fight me. I will win. Zeth zips forward, and Syl forms into a spear in Kaladin's hands again. This next line, she seems to be able to anticipate the weapon that he wants. 
Zeth slammed his weapon against Sill. It brought them face to face, and they tumbled eye to eye, their lashings pulling them along the clouds. So, with that sentence, she seemed to be able to anticipate the weapon that he wanted. Um, what I, I was kind of reading into this a bit, mm-hmm. and I was thinking, hang on a sec. Like, does Sill know Zeth in some way? Um, like, like, like what I was thinking is, does she know how he fights? Does I don't she think know so. What? I don't think so. I know, but for some reason, that's what I was starting to think. I think that this is um, just an example of how they are bonded. How in tune they are to each other. Right. Yeah. Like we think of the yeah. bond, the nail bond as, you know, something that allows Kaladin to be able to, you know, be a little bit faster and stronger when he uses Stormlight right. and it allows him to be able to uh, uh, do surges, but it also allows him to be bonded with Syl. And now that we know that Syl just isn't like a cute um, creature or cr- <laughs> cute thing that flies around. She's not just cute, but she also is pretty cute. Yeah, she's pretty cute. But she also <laughs> is um, bonded to him in a way that she, she's able to anticipate his next move. Right. You know, which is yeah. makes it even more fucking cool. He doesn't have to tell her now a shield. He knows what she's going to, she knows what he's going to need. Right. Because he knows what he needs in that moment. He needs her. Right. He does. I know. Isn't it? So it's just, dude, like I'm, I'm beaming. I wish, I wish she could just be like a real girl and they can just get married and have babies. Just like little (laughs) shield and a little hammer and, and shard blade babies. Shard blade babies, all your dreams come true. <laughs> Shard blade babies. Yeah. I love it, dude. That's funny. Um <laughs> I love it. <laughs> Kaladin's little little uh, little, little weapons Kaladins. running around, little yeah. little sill zips of light. Yeah, they're all wearing the little colon blue or they're wearing the little uh, uh Bridgman vests and stuff. <laughs> yeah. Daddy, can I have a spear? <laughs> can I lift I want to <laughs> be at the front of the spear? bridge. Yep. No, I can't give you a spear. You are a spear, son. Yeah, I, I am a spear. Yeah, that's right. <laughs> I always win, says Zeth. And he's angry. You're wrong, says Kaladin. About me. I'm not new to this. You only just acquired your abilities. No, the wind is mine. The sky is mine. They have been mine since childhood. You are a trespasser here, not me. They broke apart, Calden throwing the assassin backward. He stopped thinking so much about his lashings, about what he should be doing. Instead, he let himself be. Isn't that amazing? It's just I'm doing a little best. slow clap for Mr. Sanderson here. Because oh, this is the payoff so for that earlier in the book when Sil right. says, just be. Just be. Yeah. It's so great, man. It's so it, great. Yeah, no mind. It reminds me of a moment uh, from uh, The Last Samurai. No mind. Um, just be, he, he dove for Zeth. Spear pointed for the man's heart. See, again, he's going for the, he's going for his heart. Yeah. Going for the kill. Zeth got out of the way, but Kaladin dropped the spear and swung his hand in a great arc, still forming into an axe Sorry, an axe head halberd. It came within inches of Zeth's face. Now we have a halberd. Yeah, dude. You only need one weapon when you got Syl. She can be any weapon you want. 
the assassin cursed, but responded with his blade. A shield was in Kaladin's hand in a split second. Sill shattered as from that blow. Shill shattered. Even as he did so, forming back into a sword as Kaladin thrust forward with empty hands. Don't you love that? It's like he blocks it with one hand, and then when the block happens, the shield shatters, and then she goes, and forms back into his, right, like, right away. Dude, it's, it literally, it's incredible. Yeah. I love it. I know. It's it's fantastical. The visuals, dude, of, like, this light, this ribbon of light forming around him, and just, like, yeah, it's awesome. I love the, I love that description of, uh, I know we're, we're, we're getting a little deep into the action kind of side of things, but... But again, that that return blow from Zeth uh, breaks apart that shield. Mm-hmm. It's just gone, and then as as you say, she rematerializes into the weapon he needs next. Right? Like, ugh, yeah, it's unbelievable. Awesome. It's just amazing. Okay, um, Sil shattered forms back into a sword as Kaladin thrust forward with empty hands. See, his hand goes forward. Mm-hmm. And then she forms into it, and then he's already thrusting with the weapon before it's in right. his hand. Yes, isn't that awesome? It's, it's amazing. Yes, he goes forward because he he knows Syl will be there. Right. Yeah. I, he doesn't even have to worry about it. He I just they're just they're so connected right now. This is awesome. It's incredible. The sword appeared, and the weapon bit deeply into Zeth's shoulder. Conscious use of the word bit. This is with your growl An and animal, the monster, the, 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 the white yeah. spine. Mm-hmm. He, it's a bite. Mm-hmm. It's not a, it's not a stab or yeah. a, a pierce. Yeah, it's, awesome. it's a, it's a, it's bit. The assassin's eyes widened. Kaladin twisted his blade. Right. This got me thinking earlier. Kaladin, uh, um, Zeth was twisted. The assassin was twisting in the air. Now Kaladin's be getting twisted. Mm-hmm. And he's twisting the blade, hurting him more. Right. Becoming, going down to that level of the assassin. I fully expected he's going to kill him. Mm-hmm. He's becoming, he will kill him. Right. And it appears that Syl is along for this. Right. But that's the thing, that's where I'm wrong. See, Syl knows Kaladin, I think, at this point. Maybe even better than Kaladin knows himself. Kaladin admits that he kind of wanted to follow through with the kill, mm-hmm. but I think Syl knows, no, he won't. This is where things get a little murky when we're going to have this, we're going to discuss this a little more later, okay? Okay. Be- because of the, the changes made in the book. Oh, okay. Excited. Um, the assassin's eyes widened. Kaladin twisted his blade. Then he tries a backhand to end the man permanently. Mm-hmm. But Zeth was too fast. Yeah. Zeth's hand still worked. Why is that? Well, he can... He was hit in the arm. Yeah. The strike to the shoulder hadn't fully severed the soul leading to the arm. And Kaladin's stormlight was running out. Right. I mean, if... So is if, that the reason? If Kaladin can heal himself, why can't Zeth? They literally well, have the same was... power set. They do, assuming, of course, that that Zeth has a soul. That's true too. And, and which, which was my thought. If he didn't have a soul, any cut would mm. cut like flesh. 
it wouldn't go into the body cutting the soul first. Remember, Shalon right. cut that vine, right. had to cut the vine's soul first, then right. the blade could cut the actual vine off. Yeah. So if Zeth didn't have a soul, any cut would actually cut flesh, not dig into his body right. and cut his soul. The assassin seemed to be using up his Stormlight much faster than Kaladin, judging by what Kaladin had seen. Mm-hmm. Zeth was trying to outrun Kaladin at this point. As Kaladin chased Zeth, something gargantuan moved beneath the clouds. A shadow, the size of a city. A second later, the top of an entire plateau broke through the dark clouds, twisting slowly as if it had been thrown upward from below. And I immediately thought, oh my gosh, this is Stranger Things. <laughs> it is. It's the We've just, down. <laughs> It's the, uh, it's the mind flayer. It's the giant, uh, yeah. s- uh shadow monster, right? Well, now, the shadow right? is, is a piece <laughs> of the plateau that had broken right. off and it's being th- right. thrust into the air. Thrust That's up. how yeah. strong the storm is. I know it's crazy. Yeah. Well, it's, and again, the slight comparison here with the storms, you know, it's, I'm sorry, I got to say it again. It's never ending story. Yeah. Like the a- world is breaking apart. It's true. With that visual. Um. But this is really, like, talk about uh, imagery. This this next action bit is, is incredible. Zeth almost ran into it. Mm-hmm. This massive piece of the plateau. Then he lands on the surface, running along it. Kaladin lands behind him. Zeth suddenly twisted and cut through a rock formation, sending boulders tumbling downward. Mm-hmm. So again, you have to imagine that they are, they're like, they're like spaceships in Star Wars dodging asteroids and giant, like, f- you know, formations being mm-hmm. thrown into the sky in this storm. Yeah. Like, like, like they're, they're superheroes flying through yeah, this. Yeah, it, it, it makes me think of, uh, of Doctor Strange when they're in the mirror dimension and they're able to just like yeah. literally yes. like flip around and walk on walls and then... Running yeah. on... Yes. Yeah. Yeah. It's incredible. Um, Zeth reached the peak and threw himself off and Kaladin followed. So we've got a big chase going on here. Mm-hmm. They continued their chase, but Zeth did it falling backward along the storm top. His eyes were on Kaladin. He had wild eyes. Yeah. You're trying to convince me, he shouted. You can't be one of them. You've seen that I am, says Kaladin. The Voidbringers, says Zeth. They are back, Kaladin shouts. They can't be. I am truthless. Mm-hmm. The assassin pants, I need not fight you. You are not my target. I have work to do. I obey. So this is, this is a really cool moment here where he's like, I need not fight you. You are not my target. So he's right. like, shit, I can't beat this I guy. Have work to do. I have to go do the thing that I'm supposed to do. So this was, so this was kind of, um, interesting for me. So, so in the, the, the last sentence is, um, into the clouds, down toward the plateau where Dalinar had gone. Mm-hmm. That's where he's going, is towards Dalinar. I thought, okay, so Zeth has realized that he can't escape Kaladin. Mm-hmm. He can't escape this. He's, Kaladin has landed a blow. If Zeth keeps this up, he's, go, he's going to be further weakened and probably will die. I, so now he's, he's reverting to 
um, his orders. He's right. re- he's reverting right. to what he's been told that's to do, and now say. he's and that's almost like his safe space. Right. As as long as I believe, it doesn't matter what this guy can do, what I'm seeing, what he's saying to me. As right. long as I believe the person who has my oath stone, everything's going to be okay. I don't have to feel guilt. I'm doing what I'm supposed to be doing. Right. Um, he, you know what though? He is Zeth is a river in Africa right now. He is. In denial. He is completely Absolutely. in denial right now. He, yeah, he's completely deluded. Mm-hmm. And it, it, it's what makes his character so tragic. Right. Um, Shalon, so, so, so POV sh- uh, change, we're back to Shalon, rushed into the room. She wouldn't have time to get the people through, she thinks. Yeah. There wasn't time to save these people. They were dead, all of them, thousands they were being swept away to their deaths by the storm wall. She ran to the last lamp anyway, infusing its, spear, its spheres. The floor started to glow. I kind of like this bit, though, just before when she's like, they're all dead. She is now connecting with Renarin here. Right. Like, there's a part of her that's become the wretch a little bit. The reason why she, like, she thinks they're all dead is because she doesn't realize how the portal's going to work. We know how no. the portal's going to work because no. we read this chapter and all the people that are on that plateau are going to get teleported over. Dude, I didn't know either. Right. I was still looking at it right. the same way and that's when I texted you. Like that they're all going to have to come in this room and go through a, like a little right. doorway or whatever. Right, right. Yeah. And not all they're going to make it, but it's the plateau. Right. The whole thing that's is the, the, the portal. Yeah. Is the portal and that's just genius so her her worries right now are unwarranted because she doesn't really understand how the oath gate's going to work but it is warranted because why would you ever expect it to work that way no there's not going to be enough time to get everyone through the portal they're all fucking gonna die and you're right renarin was right you know what i mean yeah Mm -hmm. we're all gonna die given given the information it makes sense to to be thinking those things Mm -hmm, for sure beneath them the intricate design was shining shone from within it looked almost like stained glass gesturing frantically for adeline to join her shallan ran across to the lock on the wall Mm -hmm. sword she shouts in there renarin had long dismissed his adeline obeyed and summoned his sword he rams it into the slot but nothing happened it's not working adeline shouts there's only one answer and Shallan grabs the hilt of his sword and whipped it out, ignoring the scream in her mind that came from touching it, and then tossed it aside. Adolin's sword vanished to mist. A deep truth. Remember? Right. A deep truth. So she grabs the there sword, some... she grabs his blade to yank it out of right. the slot, and she can hear the screaming. Right? Right. So why would she hear the screaming, do you think? Because, is it because Adolin is not supposed to have that blade? Maybe. Let's, let's think about what we just I learned think, earlier in the chapter. Well, we just learned that, they, that it takes 10 heartbeats to revive 10 heartbeats them. for them to, right. So every time it's, dis, it's dismissed or goes to another, uh, Hang on, but she didn't dismiss it. She she just she grabbed it and it. pulled it out and it threw it down and then it evaporated, right? And it'll take another 10 seconds for Adolin to get it back if he wants to summon it back again. Right, N- another 10 uh, heartbeats for, it to, for, for the spren to be revived. 
Right. Is that right? Yeah. I can't, um, I, like, I'm, I'm having a hard time not telling you stuff and telling you stuff and <laughs> let's just, let's just leave it alone. I don't want to, I don't want to ruin any, I want you to come to it naturally without me having to bring you there. Does that make sense? Uh, sure. That sounds good. Okay. Ignoring the scream that came in her uh, mind from touching it, then she tosses it aside. Adolin's sword vanished to mist a deep truth. But she says there is something wrong with your blade. And with all blades. Capitalized. All but mine. Pattern? He formed in her hands. The blade she'd used to kill. The hidden soul. What's that mean? The hidden soul? Well, what we, we've had a reference to something in a lockbox in her childhood. Right. Mother's soul. The soul. Right. Shalon rammed it into the slot, and the weapon vibrated in her hands and glowed. Something deep within the plateau unlocked. Outside, lightning fell and men screamed. Now the mechanism's operation became clear to her. Shalon threw her weight against the sword, pushing it before her like the spoke on a mill. The inner wall of the building was like a ring inside a tube. It could rotate while the outer wall remained in place. The sword moved the inner wall as she pushed on it, though it stuck at first, the fallen blocks of the cut doorway getting in the way. Adolin threw his weight against the sword with her, and together they pushed it around the circle until they were above the picture of Urathiru, half the circumference from Natanatan, where she'd begun. She pulled her blade free. The ten lamps faded like closing eyes. I love that. So cool. It's so cool. Okay, so we... So there's a big reveal there that I'm not getting. Well, there is a big reveal that you did get because it was plain. She called upon her shard blade and right. called it pattern. Right. Like, Sill is Kaladin's shard blade. Shalon's shard blade is pattern. So is it that that with Adolin's blade, he doesn't have the same bond, or or that the Spren doesn't have a name? Is the, is it the name that's the? I don't know. He definitely doesn't have a bond because if he had a bond with a Spren, he'd be a surge binder, and he's not. Right. So is that the problem? That it's the it's that the the blades should be with bonded radiance mm -hmm. remember so is a bunch of knights radiance gave up their blades right giving up their oaths their oaths right killing the spren attached to them and then what was left behind were blades that men coveted navani told us that at some point a gemstone was added to the shard blades allowing right. them to dissipate it and then bring it back to them with 10 heartbeats but before that they just carried around these gigantic blades right i can't really say anymore i don't like i said i don't want to tell you it eventually you'll know eventually it'll everything will be clear um for now things are a little bit amb ambiguous right now there is something i do want to read fuzzy you. 
Um, chapter 72, Selfish Reasons. Shalon has just given Kaladin her shard blade and said, use this to fight the Chasm Fiend while they're down in the, in the, ca- in the chasms. Right. Right. And he says, <clears throat> he's thinking this, Shalon's blade glowed softly too from a strange pattern along its length. And pattern. Right. So that was a subtle it way was of pattern. He was holding, he was right. holding pattern. It said it right in the, in the description. Kaladin's right. looking at her sword and there is a strange, it's glowing right. from a strange pattern strange along pattern. its blade. Right. That's really cool. It's really cool. That's really cool. Yeah. I remember reading that, but now that you say it like that, and now that we know that Syl became the blade, so yeah. pattern, of course. There's a moment where she says, um, right here. Shalon dropped her paper. It bore the drawing of her and another uh, of Kaladin and scrambled across the rocks, dismissing the blackness around her. She needed to get close to the fighting for the illusion to work. Better if she'd been able to send uh, send her illusions on pattern, but that was problematic because... And the f- sentence didn't finish. She couldn't use pattern to attach her illusions on them because pattern because is in pattern Kaladin's with, hand. Right. Right. That's so cool. Really cool, right? That's really amazing. I love it. Oh, that's so great. So yeah, that's why I was like, there's a couple of things I'm going to be reading to you here that are going to kind of clarify some stuff because I can can talk about pattern being her blade now because you know that Syl is Kaladin's blade. Because I know that Syl, yeah. Right. Of course. And there it was in the, in, in the text and, and I didn't get it. Yeah. That's amazing. Yeah. Well, I don't think you're supposed That's to get it. I don't so think cool. I would have got, I don't even think I got it the first four times I read it. Like, you know what I mean? I'm wow, only getting stuff yeah, now because we're examining incredible. it. So. Right. That's so, that's so fantastic. It's awesome. Oh my God. It's great. All right. Okay. So we get a POV change. Once again, Kaladin followed Zeth into the storm, diving into the blackness. The wind attacked him and no lashings could prevent this. He might be master of the winds, but storms were another thing. Mm-hmm. It's true. Isn't that interesting? Yeah. Like he has no control over the storms. Who's going to be the master of uh, storms then? If he oh. claims the winds, then who's going to claim the storms? Huh. That's actually a really great question. I, I don't think I've ever thought of that. Mm-hmm. Huh. That's cool. I like that, actually. Take care, Sil sent. My father hates you. This is his domain, and it is mixed with something even more terrible, another storm, their storm. Right. Nevertheless, the high storms were the source of the stormlight, and being in here was energizing to Kaladin. The assassin suddenly reappeared as a stark white explosion that zoomed through the maelstrom toward the plateaus. Kaladin growled. Again, he snarled, mm-hmm. he bit, Growled. now he growls. Zeth, lightning of a dozen colors flashed around him. Red, violet, white, yellow, rain soaked him. Rocks spun past him, some colliding. This is, this is Rainbow Kaladin. It is. This is Rainbow. This is Captain Rainbow Cal. Like I was like, this is a this, this is this is it's poetic. It's the colors in the in the in the muraled room, 
Um, we're getting that here uh, with Kaladin's return and, you know, beating Zeth, keeping up to him, following him, getting closer and closer. Zeth's glow could not be hidden. Yeah. So he's following him. It's like he has fairy fire on him. Faster, it just says. Just as Zale had taught him weeks ago, Zeth didn't need to defeat Kaladin to win. He just had to get to those that Kaladin protected. Yeah, remember that little lesson he did with, with yeah. uh, yeah, with Adolin? So and... faster, faster, he has to get to Dalinar. Yeah. Kaladin caught a glimpse of the army. Thousands of men huddled in the large, circular plateau. Kaladin is... had seen enough this to is... know that this was a disaster. This a is cataclysm. Yeah, this is really awesome here because everything's really dark. And then when the lightning yeah. strikes, they're getting flashes of what's going on below. What's going on below. Yeah. And in this flash, there are thousands of men on the circular plateau. So right. all these people are in jeopardy He's during it. this one flash. Yeah. And then that flash goes yeah. away and then they can't see it anymore. Right. He sees men being blown off the edge, yeah. others being crushed by falling rocks. In minutes, the army would be gone. Kaladin wasn't even certain if he could survive this nexus of destruction. Yeah. That's a Metallica album great. right there. A great, a great title. Yeah, it's a great metal title. Yeah, it? isn't it? Um, Maybe that should have been the uh, uh, alternate chapter Nexus. title. Alter well, that's not, that, it is. I, I have it as my oh, alternate. You are, oh, that is? Yeah. Oh, that's awesome. Yeah. Um, but it's so very metal and the most metal ever. Eddie. Right. Yeah. Um, Zeth crashed down among them. Lightning struck again. Its light revealed Zeth standing on an empty plateau, baffled. The army was gone. Yeah. And that's when I texted you. I'm like, what do you mean the army's gone? What the hell is going on? Right. I didn't understand. Well, th the this is why. Th th this, so next POV. This is why it's important to 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 remember that everything's dark and they're only getting flashes every time the lightning strikes. So right. it's like flash, yeah. the army's there. Flash, the army is getting decimated. They're falling off the side. They're getting hit with boulders. Flash, and then he they're lands. all gone. Right. Yeah, Zeth's down there, and he's all like, "What the fuck?" <laughs> POV change. The sounds of the raging storm outside vanished. We're back to Shalon. Mm -hmm. Almighty above, Aelin breathes. I'm almost scared of what we'll find. Rotating the inside wall of the building had moved their doorway opposite the hardened creme. Perhaps there had been a natural doorway here before. Adolin summoned his blade to cut a hole. I love this. There's, they cut a hole into this room, right? Yeah. And that was over yeah. there. And when they spun right. the whole room around... That doorway Around, got blocked yeah. by the wall, and now the right. doorway is on the other side, and right. they have to cut a hole back to get outside again because to they've get back shifted up, yeah. the room in order to be able to pick where they were going because they shifted the whole thing to point towards the symbol of Urathiru on the wall, right? Right. It reminds me a little bit so of he, uh, the God of War game um, where Kratos goes with the Bifrost and he puts the thing in and the whole thing spins around when he wants to go to Jotunheim or N Nilfheim or whatever. It's just, it's really cool. It, it told, I read that today and I was all like, holy shit, that's just like God of War. <laughs> Neat. Pattern, her shard blade vanished back to mist and the room's mechanisms settled down. She didn't hear anything outside, no crashing of winds, no thunder. 
emotions fought inside of her. She'd saved herself and Adolin, but the rest of the army? Adolin cut a doorway. I like this at the, at the start of this chapter, emotions fought inside of her like mm-hmm. two storms. Yeah. Because she's like, I at least, Adolin, at the very least, I saved me and Adolin. And the scholars that are in this right. room with Renard. And the scholars, yeah. But, in, but at the very least, others, I saved yeah. us. Right. Adolin cut a doorway and sunlight spilled through it. Shallan walked to the opening, nervous, passing in Adara. Shallan looked out at the same plateau as before, only now it was sunlit and calm. Four armies worth of men and women crouched, soggy and wet, many holding their heads. They were nearby, two figures stood beside a massive Rishadium, Dalinar and Navani, who had apparently been on their way to the central building. Beyond them, spread the peaks of an unfamiliar mountain range. It was the same plateau, and here was in a ring with nine others. To Shallan's left, an enormous ribbed tower broke the peaks. Urathiru. The plateau hadn't contained the portal. The plateau was the portal. Dude. So everyone that got on that it's portal incredible. on that, that plateau yeah, I all know, got teleported. I know. Isn't that awesome? It's amazing. This uh, this chapter is <laughs> just singularly incredible. Mm-hmm. Um, so we get an, an, another POV. We're back. This is to the Caledon. last one. This is the last POV of the chapter. Is it okay? Yeah. So Zeth screams words at Kaladin. They were lost in the tempest. Rocks were crashing down around them. Kaladin was sure he had heard terrible screams over the winds. As red spren he'd never seen before zipped around him. These are the red spren, presumably from the storm. Uh, uh, Potentially, but he's not. seeing them up close now, and they look like small meteors. Right. Zeth screams, How? Kaladin's answer was to strike with his blade. Zeth parried violently, and they clashed, two figures glowing in the blackness. I know this column, Zeth screams. I have seen it, seen its like before. They went to the city, didn't they? The assassin launched himself up into the air. Zeth screamed away, heading westward, following the path of the common high storm. Mm-hmm. Kaladin gave chase. What happened if Zeth lost him? He knows where Dalinar went. Because yeah, we know that Zeth knows where Theru is, right? And I don't. That's what Kaladin says. Right. I don't know. So I cannot does. lose him. So right I have now. to chase him. Yeah. Okay, here's the thing. They've so they've gone through this oath gate. Mm-hmm. They're gone from this area. Mm-hmm. Now Zeth changes direction and heads west. Mm-hmm. So he has another way of getting there, doesn't he? Well, he can just fly there because he knows where it is. Right. That's how he left there before. Remember, he flew some time right. and then he landed to a, a village where they leave spheres out for him because they, they think of him right. as some, some kind of god. He refreshes his stormlight and continues flying again, right? So he knows where he's going and he you're knows right, Kaladin going, doesn't. Yeah. He couldn't protect Dalinar if he couldn't find the man. Slowly, Zeth was pulling ahead. Kaladin tried to follow, but a surge of wind drove him in the wrong direction. And this I had to I had to think poetically. This is the wind potentially saying, 
No. Mm -hmm. Not yet. You're not supposed to get your quarry. You're not supposed to get this individual now. Right. We're going to intervene. He couldn't resist such unpredictable winds. They controlled him. Sill spun into the air in front of him, but he was still carrying the spear. What? Another one. Then another. Ribbons of light, occasionally taking the shapes of young women or men, laughing. Windspren. A dozen of them, spinning around, leaving trails of light, their laughter somehow strong over the sounds of the storm. There, Kaladin thinks. Zeth was ahead. Kaladin lashed himself through the tempest toward him, dodging blitzes of lightning, ducking under hurled boulders, blinking away the sheets of driving rain, a whirlwind of chaos, and ahead was the storm wall. Zeth burst free of the storm, of the storm's very front. Kaladin could just barely make out the assassin turning around to look his posture confident. He thinks that he's lost me, mm-hmm. Kaladin thinks. But Kaladin now has all these windspread, dude, again, for the wind. Just a windspread all over them? Yeah, it's awesome. All these windspread, it's, it's amazing. Mm-hmm. Kaladin exploded out of the storm wall, surrounded by windspread that spiraled away in a pattern of light. Zeth, who parried hastily, his eyes wide, says, Impossible. Kaladin spun around and slashed his spear, which became a sword through Zeth's foot. Beneath them, the land was passing in a blur. The shattered plains were soon left behind, giving way to rolling hills. Mm-hmm. As Kaladin chased, Zeth spun and fell backward, attacking, though Sill became a shield to block. Mm-hmm. Kaladin swung down, and a hammer appeared in his hand. There it is. Crashing against Zeth's shoulder, breaking Zeth's bones. Kaladin pulled in close and slammed one hand against Zeth's stomach, a knife appearing there. Another different weapon. Correct. He sought the spine. Yeah. The white spine. Mm Mm-hmm. Kaladin followed boulders churning in the storm wall. He leaps on these boulders as they appeared, pursuing Zeth. Windspread forming a halo around Zeth, zipping in and out, spinning around his arms and legs. Zeth was slowing down as he was healing his wounds. He took in a breath, meeting Kaladin's eyes. And then there's this little sentence that says, an ending then. There's, um, yeah, that's like they, they, that's like they're going to do their final face off. Before we get there, though, yeah, I just want to point out here that it says, the proximity of the storm kept his stormlight stoked, never letting it grow right. dim. So he's right. Like he doesn't even need in this moment. He doesn't need spheres. He is just drawing no. in the stormlight direct from the storm itself. From the storm. Isn't yep. that fucking awesome? It's amazing. Yeah. It's like Superman getting his power from the sun. It's like the storm is from here the sun. and it yeah. is just completely filling him up with stormlight. It's so awesome. Um, I love this sentence so much. An ending then. Mm-hmm. I just really think that's so perfect. Kaladin drove forward, still forming a spear in his fingers, a familiar weapon. 
Zeth attacked in a sequence. A relentless blur of strikes and Kaladin blocked each one. I'm going to ask you, Jack, to make sure from now on till the rest of the uh, chapter, please read it word for word. Okay. Because the the difference in chapters between your chapter and my chapter, between books is coming up and I want to be, I've literally never read it the way that you're about to read it. So I want to be able to hear it for the first time the way it's written in your book. Yeah. So it's like a live read just for me. Wow. That's, that's cool, dude. Mm -hmm. Okay. Um, Kaladin blocked each one. He ended with his spear against the hilt of Zeth's blade, pressing the two together mere inches from the assassin's face. It is actually true, Zeth whispered. Yes, says Kaladin. Zeth nodded, and the edge of tension seemed to fade from him, replaced by an emptiness in his eyes. Then I was right all along. I was never truthless. I could have stopped the murders at any time. I don't know what that means, Kaladin says, but you never had to kill. My orders, says Zeth. Excuses, says Kaladin. If that was why you murdered, then you're not the evil man I assumed. You're a coward instead. Zeth looked him in the eyes and then nodded. He pushed Kaladin back and then moved to swing. Kaladin drove his hands forward, forming Sill into a sword. He expected a parry. The move was intended to draw Zeth out of his attack pattern. But Zeth did not parry. He just closed his eyes to accept the attack. In that instant, and for reasons he could not have articulated pity, perhaps, Kaladin diverted his blow, driving the blade through Zeth's wrist. The skin grayed, flashing with reflected lightning. The sword tumbled from the assassin's fingers and then dulled as it plummeted. The glow fled the assassin's form. All his stormlight vanished in a puff. All lashings banished. Zeth started to fall. Is that different than your text? Yep, it is. It's all different. It is. I've never heard that before. This is amazing. Keep reading and then we'll uh, we'll go back and then I'll read it to you the way that I have it. Get that sword, Syl sent to Kaladin. A mental shout. Grab it. The assassin. He has released the bond. He's nothing without that sword. It must not be lost. He's nothing without that sword. Right. He's nothing without it. Right. It must not be lost like a lost radiant. Mm. Kaladin dove after the blade, passing Zeth, who tumbled through the air like a rag doll, buffeted by winds toward the storm wall. Kaladin furiously lashed himself downward, snatching the blade just before the storm consumed it. Nearby, the assassin dropped past him into the storm and was swallowed up, leaving Kaladin with the haunting image of Zeth's limp silhouette being driven into a plateau below with all the tempest's force. Raising the assassin's blade, Kaladin lashed himself back upward, 
passing along the storm wall, the windspread he detracted spiraling about him and laughing with pure joy. As he crested the top of the storm, they burst around him and zipped away, moving off to dance in front of the still advancing storm. That left him with only one, Sill, in the form of a young woman, in a fluttering dress, full size this time, hovered before him. She smiled as the storm moved beneath them. I didn't kill him, Kaladin said. Did you want to? No, Kaladin said, surprised that it was the truth. But I should have anyway. You have his blade, she replied. The Stormfather likely took him. And if not, well, he is no longer the weapon he once was. I must say, that was... Very nicely done. Perhaps I'll keep you around this time. Thank you, he says. Mm -hmm. You almost killed me, you realize. I realize. I thought I had. And? And, um, you are intelligent and articulate? You forgot the compliment. But I just said, those were simple statements of fact. You're wonderful, he said. Truly, Sil. You are. Also a fact, she said, grinning. <laughs> but, I'll but I'll let it slide so long as you're willing to present me with a sufficiently sincere smile. And he did. And it felt very, very good. Remember, he's, she's like, you need to cheer up, Cal. Like, the whole book. Yeah. He smiled. And there's the smile. Again, highlights, dude. This entire chapter is nothing but highlights it is can you pick one amongst all though no no you can't, can't. they're all too amazing they're all too ma it's yeah it's you're too right much it is it is one too much chapter amazing. it's too much yeah i mean not killing zeth is a highlight yeah you know him smiling at the end a highlight the windspread around him a the windspread is awesome it's you so know? awesome um shalon summoning pattern Figuring out that it was a Fabriel highlight, mm -hmm. saving thousands. That's on Shalon. Yeah. Highlight. She did it. You know? Yeah, absolutely. Yeah, I mean, um, Adolin saying, uh, I knew there was something about him that was, <laughs> that was wrong. <laughs> like, like, highlight. Like, there's just That's an great. endless amount of highlights. Sabario. The Rishadium, gallant. I'm not scared of the storm. He's right where Dalinar thought he would be. Mm -hmm. Like, again, dude, highlight after highlight. Renarin freaking out saying, I'm dead again. That's a highlight. Mm, such no. a Such a beautiful <laughs> moment. <laughs> Gives me goosebumps. That's a bit of contrast in terms of, uh, in <laughs> yeah. terms of the interplay here. Yeah. Um, yeah, I just, I can't, I couldn't, I can't pick. I can't this time. I can't. Well, I'll pick mine. There are too and I've many, already, I started the, the show with mine. Mine is, yes. I'm yes. not the one we've been waiting on. That's right. I love that. I think that's really cool. It is so He's good. finally ready. And then when he says, I'm just going to be. <sighs> I'm just going to be. <sighs> so Dude, good. Again, how can you pick? You can't pick this yeah, time you can't pick it's too many you can't there's too many in this one we we can so, pick uh we can pick uh something that is always the highlight of every episode we do 
the, the info, info dump. dump. Hey, let's do it. Let's right, do it. So let's get into it. Let's talk about uh, our friend Buzzkill Joe and say thanks, Buzz, for doing all this hard work. Mm-hmm. Um, we're going to go through this here and talk about a couple of things. So um, we we learn we have some names here. F, mm-hmm. which is um, someone who may or may mm-hmm. not have been one of the OG Bridge Four guys. Um, he um, he's the one who's alive and he's holding his brother. Um, that's right. We think we assume that his brother is the one that's named Mart, and um, Mark, he yeah, also okay. may or may not be one of the OG uh, um, uh, Bridge Four guys. And then a guy named Pedin is also dead. Another Bridge Four guy. That's right. Um, we uh, we have the name Rust Elthal, which is one of the guys that got the shards from uh, Adolin. Yep, from Adolin. Yeah, yep. so he's there. Um, a couple quick things here. Uh, Sella fruit, which is what Polona and Sabario yeah, were eating. The dried Sella fruit. Literally yeah, while the world's ending, they were uh, drinking wine yeah. and eating Sella fruit. Wine and dried Sella fruit. Yeah. So amazing. Um, yeah. Uh, Buzzkill wants us to mention the red spren that Kaladin had never seen before, mm-hmm. like small meteors mm-hmm. trailing light behind them and zipping around him. This could be... Um, the same spren that, um, Syl was seeing throughout the whole book, like kind of like through the corner of her eye. It also couldn't be, it could be a new spren that only exists in this really fucked up storm that's happening too. We don't really know. Um, nothing could be clear. creating more. Well, there's that theory that I brought up with regards to the spren in the storm form that it doesn't just necessarily have to be the Parshendi that are interested in in these spren right you know what i mean right. uh, or in this form like mm-hmm. storm form anyways that we can talk about that later but mm-hmm. no no you're right it uh, it's de- definitely opens up a whole bo- kinds, of, po- kinds of possibilities mm-hmm. um 10 heartbeats so, um kaladin asks sill oh i don't have to uh, um 10 i don't have to use 10 heartbeats with you and she says right. not when i'm here with you ready the ready. delay is primarily something of the dead they need to be revived each time so we get a little bit of information there about how regular shard blades work right. not knight's radiant blades we know how they they work a little differently and not mm. um um and it also seems to be that the blade that he went and dove to f- to get that when Z- zeth dropped Still seem to be indicating that this was also something different. He's nothing without this blade. He's nothing. He's lost the bond, I think. Right. Well, he's nothing without the blade. Zeth was accusing Kaladin of having something called an honor blade. Honor blade. Which would grant him the ability to have surges. And she's saying Zeth is nothing without the blade. Right. Kal is still something without his blade. He still can do surges. He can still yeah, heal. He can still have strength yeah. and speed and, and yep. heightened senses. Zeth is nothing without his blade. So so that's so that could be an honor blade. Could be. Could be. Um, and then mm. we already talked about the epigraph and how the book of the second uh, second death drawer um, had yes. some information yeah. about, uh, unmade. And then this yes. line that we got the epigraph here could be related to that. We're not really sure, but, um, mm-hmm. it's really great that he pointed out that it came from that same blurb, that same section of the room in which Teravangian wrote. So yeah, that, that is really cool. cool. So the last part of the info dump here is I will, I'm going to go back and reread the end of this chapter to you 
and I'm going to read to you what I have and see how the original the difference. So you're, yeah. you've been saying all episode right now that um, you really thought Cal was going to kill Zeth. And then at the end, he spares him. Well, there's a reason why it seems like he's going to kill him. Let me read it to you here. Okay, go ahead. So can you grab your book? I'd like you to read. I'd like you to look along sure. while I'm reading so you can sure. see the difference. Yeah, you bet. Okay, so Kaladin drove his hand forward, forming Sill into a sword. He expected a parry. The move was intended to draw Zeth out of his attack pattern. Zeth did not parry. He just closed his eyes. Kaladin drove his blade into the assassin's chest, right below the neck, severing his, the spine. Smoke burned out from beneath the eyelids, and his blade slipped from his fingers. It did not vanish. Get that, Sill sent him, a mental shout. Grab it, Kaladin, don't lose it. Kaladin dove after the blade, dropping Zeth's corpse, letting it fall backwards into the storm wall. It vanished among the wind, the rain, and the lightning, trailing faint wisps of stormlight. Kaladin grabbed the blade just before the storm consumed it. He lashed himself back upwards, passing the storm wall, the windspren he'd attracted spiraling about him and laughing with pure joy. As he crested the top of the storm, they burst around him, zipping, uh, zipped away, moving off to dance in front of the still advancing storm. That left him with only one, Sill in the form of a young woman in a fluttering dress, full-sized this time, hovered before him. She smiled as the storm moved beneath them. That was very nicely done, Sil said. Perhaps I'll keep you around this time. And then they have their, thank you. you I almost killed you. You almost killed me, you realize. They, and, then they, and then the rest of the chapter ends the way it does. But there is a whole lot different wow. at the end of this chapter here. Yeah, that's very different. Dude, he killed him. He killed him, but not on purpose. Zeth is about to attack him. Kaladin right. strikes forward, f right. trying to force Zeth to parry instead of attack. And Zeth does not parry on purpose. He takes the death. He knows by not parrying, this will right. kill him. So he, and so Zeth he has went... been asking to be killed since we right. met him. He was hoping he'd and... find someone good enough to kill him. And he was ready because he knows that he was not truthless now. Right. So there's that a huge right. difference here between being killed outright and being disarmed, having your right. soul pretty much, all your stormlight fallen away and then falling into the storm. Right. So in one version, the original version, Kaladin is directly responsible for the kill. And the other one... Kaladin right. diverts his strike because of pity and hits him on the arm, disarming him. And then right. Zeth loses his stormlight and then tumbles into the storm. So he dies, but right. because he lost his stormlight, not because Kaladin viciously, wow. you know, yeah. cut his spine. No, well, and in, in, in either scenario, Kaladin is not, you know, being the vicious murderer. Right. In that moment, he's not. No, no, it's not. It's true. But there seems to be a, a very important distinction that Brandon wanted us to make here, or he wanted to make for the reader that, um, that Kaladin chose to divert his strike before right. he hit him. Whereas in the original version, he went to strike him to parry him. And it was 
Zeth that chose to be killed and to Kaladin way, didn't yeah. react in time to divert his gate, divert right. his strike. Whereas right. in this, the newer version he did, he was able to divert the strike and not kill him. Outright. Right. So, well, and, I think, and, I think it's because in the text, it says that, that Zeth had resigned to be hit. Right. He closed his eyes. And notices it. Mm-hmm. He notices it in, in this paperback version. Right. But he, do, he doesn't notice that in the other. No, he doesn't. I right. think he notices so the eyes closed. It's about closed. being aware. Right. He, he, uh, he notices that his eyes are closed, but he doesn't stop himself from killing him. And I think that there's a, a huge difference there because, you know, his ideals are, I will protect those, even those I hate, as long as it is right. right. Even those I you know, hate. So yeah. it, him deciding not to kill him outright does line up better with his character, I think. Um, yeah. But it also doesn't really line up as well with the chapter. Because Kaladin was searching for his spine earlier when he drove that dagger in his gut. Right, the dagger so and looking for the really spine. So it doesn't really line yeah. up perfectly. Not quite. Not quite. Not but, quite. I, I mean, it's still an amazing chapter regardless. But mm-hmm. yeah, it just doesn't really fully line up like that. So, oh, it's That's fantastic. It's cool, I right? can't decide which one I like better. Yeah, I, I, I think I like the, the newer version better because I've never read it before. Yeah. It's super cool. It's really neat that he p- kind of pulls the punch. And then what's even more cool is that in your version, that death is final. They describe Zeth as a corpse yeah. falling into that storm. Yeah, he's dead. It's over. Yeah. So I think Sanderson I, was like, hang on. Maybe, maybe I want to keep him around. Over. Yeah, yeah right. maybe it's not over for this Shin murderer. Right. I think that there's more story there. And I agree. Mm-hmm. I look forward to potentially the day when when he can be called by name. You said earlier um, that you thought there might be a chance for redemption for Zeth. Yeah. And that maybe he could become an ally. And it's funny because in the version that I've always known, he is dead. Dead. Right? Right. But you, in your version that you read today, there might be a chance for that to be different. So it's very cool. It's like both things exist at the same time or something, you know? I wonder if Zeth can see Kaladin as a liberator rather than as the adversary who beat him. Mm-hmm. Yeah. We'll see. Yeah, it's, um, it's really interesting that it's changed, but uh, yeah, I'm glad that we were able to go through it. So um, normally so cool. we would go through and read a list of Patreons today. We're not going to do that. The episode's pretty long today. And Jack and I have been stuck on these uh, uh, in this our respective studios for quite a long time. We've been in here for over two hours. So, <laughs> um, so yeah, we were just going to say thank you very much to everyone who is part of the Patreon team. And also, mm-hmm. thank you everyone who's just listening week to week. You know, we're going through the standard lunch right now. You guys have been getting a lot of content. We, there are people reaching out on Reddit and saying, oh my God, I can't keep up. There's so much stuff to listen to. You know, it's like four and a half hours a week of, of uh, content that we're putting out right now. So, um, I mean, that's the standard lunch, baby. So thank you very much for everyone who is listening and supports us. Everyone who reaches out on all the socials and just, you know, tells, uh, tells us that you like the show and it just means so much to us. So we really appreciate it. Um, if you want to reach out and do the same or maybe do the opposite, and tell us how much we suck you can totally do that too we don't mind um you can reach out <laughs> on uh email at heroes of Cathra, g- uh, gmail.com you can hit us up on twitter at heroes of one you can find us on instagram at the storm pod or try to join the subreddit uh the storm pod said subreddit on reddit it's, uh it's uh yeah i like it it's fun anyways uh thank you everyone so much for listening to the show dude next episode is 
two chapters, 87 and 88, you technically only have three more chapters of the book to read. Wow. And then the epilogue, which is going to be the live read. The destination cometh. Yeah. Well, it's only book, it's only book two, so. It's only book two. Chill out. (laughs) We got 10 years of this. Um, Right. Yeah. So anyways, thank you everyone for listening. We love you very much. Till next time. Take care, everybody. The Storm Pod is brought to you by Heroes Of. Music and theme song by Jack Forrest Productions. Additional music by Jason Moray. Produced by our wonderful Patreon team and the heroes of Akathra. The Voidbringers, says Zeth. They are back, Kaladin shouts. They can't be. I am truthless. Mm -hmm. The assassin pants. I need not fight you. You are not my target. I have work to do. I obey. Did you just say that that was what the pants said? What? The assassin pants said, I need not fight you. I am pants. Oh, oh, because, the, oh, sorry, the, oh, the assassin the panted. Assassin panted right. yeah. The assassin pants. The assassin pants. I need not fight you. <laughs> I am a pair of slacks. Yeah. Yes. I need not fight you. I have my assassin pants on. I'm not wearing a belt. <laughs> There's not a belt in me and my <laughs> pants will fall off. I'm not wearing a belt. <laughs> I don't have a drawstring on these jogging pants.